Hello, Miss Lorena. Hi, Deb. Hi, how are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yes, 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 yes. I've been looking forward to us getting together here. Yeah, this is always such a fun time. It is, it is, it is, it is. So hello, everybody. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Good to have you join us. Yeah, welcome to our Sunday service reflection. I actually watched service today, like yes. two hours ago, and I it know was you did. Yeah. so powerful. Well, good. Good, good, good. It was so good. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. I can go first. Go ahead. So our pastor, Pastor Terrence, he actually took a little kind of like a different take to what our normal services usually are. He usually has a message um, filled with lots of scripture and they're always great. His messages are always amazing. Mm -hmm. But this time around, he came to service instead of as our pastor and as a Christian, he came to service as a black man. He did. Like he was dressed like. Well, he is a black man. Yeah. So he. Okay. So he came to as a black man. That's he was coming you from specifically from that role of his. Yeah. So he started talking about all the hats we wear. Okay. And he's a father, he's a pastor, he's a child of God, but he is a black man. Uh-huh. And so the reason he's talking about this for anyone listening in that maybe is not from Minnesota, there's been a lot of coverage on news all about um specifically two black men that were mm-hmm. killed by police. Yes. And now there might be a third one, I'm not sure. <clears throat> but story you know things that have happened in real life and have been happening for years um he talked about racism he talked about his life and his stories of racism how he has faced racism um and what he has chosen to do about it and the message was so good Uh um he mentioned a little bit about how these extreme views, you know, the extreme left and the extreme right, basically what they do is silence the voices of those who need help. You know, we, we go to these extremes of like, you know, this person is right and this person is wrong, that we forget to listen to everyone that's in the middle. Sure. Um, but the message was so good. Um, it's so eye-opening to listen to these stories, you know, firsthand from a person that has experienced them. Exactly. You know, his stories of racism are shocking. They're, you know, as a Latina, I just don't, you know, I can't, I can't even imagine what, what that is. And obviously I am a white, a white Latina. So like Archie's always tells me, like there's nothing that says Latina in you other than the fact that you speak speak Spanish, mm-hmm. and you very clearly have a English as a second language English. Right, right. But other than that, you know, I'm I'm a white woman. There's nothing from people to discriminate against other mm-hmm. than my language. 
so him telling those stories is just it's heartbreaking to know that there's people out there with those mindsets right and those beliefs yeah but he he told his story and he shared all that with us but then he also said i'm also a christian and i've chosen to not be angry Mm -hmm. i've chosen to continue to live my life and you know to help the community and to reach out to people because i believe you were at the service where he was talking about his past a little bit and he talked about this person in his life that came to his life and invited him over for dinner and then would invite him over to play basketball with him and then would show him uh the the word of God and showed him the Bible and all that stuff and shared that with Pastor Terrence, which is how he ended up being a pastor. Okay. And this person was a white man. Yes, that's right. I remember that. So he closed off the message encouraging everyone at service, which I will say it is mostly a white church i would say yeah. i there's there's not a lot of black people mm-hmm. um even though our pastor is black mm-hmm. um and he did close the message saying and inviting all white people to reach out to anyone we knew who is black um even if we know or we don't know that they're struggling with this situation they most likely are but to reach out and invite them to dinner or you know, invite them to go get coffee or invite them to do something with you for them to open up. You know, if they need to get something out of their chest and they need to talk to someone for them to know that you're a safe place. Yeah. And obviously he, he just knows his church and he knows his church is not filled with people who are going to take this the wrong way and are not, you know, I mean, I like to believe that no one in the church is racist because right, that would right. be a little weird with the pastor being black. But, um, you know, it's it was such a powerful message. It really was. And then he prayed all over us. He prayed all over the United States. He prayed all over Minnesota because ultimately that's what we need. We need prayer. Um, and also one thing he did say that was I just loved was that riots didn't save him marches didn't save him what saved Mm -hmm. him was that one person who invited him over for dinner oh yeah how what an impact that 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 gentleman had on him yeah who was a christian yes it was it was so good it was like yeah so eye-opening to hear it from someone who has lived it Right. Because, right. I mean, we're all on social media. We're all reading what's going on out there. But at the end of the day, everything's very opinionated. Everything has a little bit of opinion. I mean, I'm sure his story is his side of the story. But it's still so, I mean, it's our pastor, so it's really credible. But it, it was, I don't know, it was just so empowering and so good. Oh, it sounds like it. Yeah. And for everyone who wants to listen, it is on YouTube. That's how I get to watch service after I volunteer at church with the kids. So I'm not at the actual service. 
Sure. Um, so that's how I get to watch it. So if you wanted to, or anyone listen, wanted to tune in and watch his message, it's mm-hmm. out there on social media. You can just search Freedom Church Pastor Terrence and it should pop up all of his sermons that are up there. And they cool. are amazing. Neat. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, it has. It had to be interesting to hear from his perspective. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never lived in those shoes. I mean, because right. I've, I've not had that. I've not experienced that. And we have a lot of healing that needs to take place in our world. And this, um, this, these incidents, these horrific, horrific acts have taken place here in Minnesota, and. Um, yet it's had an impact on the world on the entire world and um things have to change right i mean they do have to change and to know that god has that unconditional love for us and you know i mean to hear taryn's story that that sunday that mark and i were both up there too incredibly powerful you know that this this man who wasn't he as his youth pastor or was it his coach what was his position Lorena I'm not sure he might have just been like a family friend or or a mentor yeah but he and he was like a rocket he he but he totally he knew there was something there with Terrence and that that Terrence was like well we I I don't know because I'm not Terrence but this man really believed in him yeah. and knew that there was something there and that there was something missing there as well, you know, and really was able to get that out of him and, and grow that relation, his relationship with the Lord. It was, it was, it was huge. And that's one and thing it was life just, changing for him. Yeah. That's one thing that mm-hmm. I just love about pastor Terrence and how he does his sermons and his, you know, teachings, if you want to call it something. Um, it's how, personal he is you know he opens up to us and I feel like in the past you know I I look back at going to mass as a kid yeah and these people you know I looked at the priests and they were always perfect you know they had never done anything wrong sure and you know I get to be at this church and listen to Pastor Terrence and I can relate yeah you know I can relate like I I I I gone through some of the stuff he's gone through but i'm still you know i'm still a child of god and i am saved yeah because yeah at the end of the day it's who we are now not who we were right so yeah he has some great teachings i highly encourage people to go watch some of his sermons because they're just really good yeah yeah they sound like it they truly are yeah absolutely and there's lots of comedy involved in it every so often, so <laughs> which is always good too, right? Yeah, he's he's a yeah. funny dude. <laughs> yeah, so they do. They just have on YouTube. It's just his sermon that's there, correct? Yeah, or is so, it the whole service? The whole service. There's worship. Um, the kids worship. The kids message at the beginning, then a little bit more worship, and then um, his message. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Um, And so you can just find that at YouTube. 
Yes, on YouTube. On YouTube. Just mm-hmm. if yeah, if you search Freedom Church, Pastor Terrence, that should give it all. Cool. I love it. Yep. I love it. I love it. All right. So let me let me share with you um, a little bit of our message yesterday. Um, and this does have some ties in with what you just said, um, but it kind of comes in a little bit later, but it does kind of tie in together, which is interesting how this works. Um, as you all know, um, yesterday was what was the 18th and it was two, it was two Sundays previous that was Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, with the, you know, with that holiday and, and celebrating, you know, that Jesus rose, you know, this is all was about his resurrection. Um, and our pastor took us back to, you know, when, when that had, when that act had taken place, of course, you know, people had gone to the, to the place of his tomb and in to find, you know, to see him and to wrap some cloth, you know, some things that were not done that they wanted to finish. And, um, course they all felt like they saw a ghost because he wasn't there and you know jesus is like looking down at this going like you know like why are you so frightened you know so there was in we're humans and in being a human being you know sometimes we have we can have more doubt and fear going on in our heads right there's there's a lot of doubt and there's a lot of fear that's happening in our community right now um and not just our community in the twin cities with the you know with the trial and stuff happening and these deaths um it's it's worldwide i mean there it, the whole world is watching what's happening in, in yeah. the cities right now here for this for this jury um but there is a lot of doubt and there is a lot of fear um more so you know rather than a joyous ce- and celebration which of course you know for the resurrection is what everyone you know Jesus wanted everyone to be doing was having joy and celebrating that he was going to be resurrected um so he was just you know in, in this sermon was talking about you know how how often did did he have to prove himself you know how many times did Jesus have to prove himself and um you know it, it doesn't minimize their feelings, right? The, you know, because we still can have that doubt and that fear. But the message was that he doesn't abandon us. He is always here for us. Yeah. Um, he's always, always here. He will never leave our side. He is our rock. He is who we, you know, can go to for anything and everything. Um, there's no secret way in talking to him. You just talk to him like you're having a conversation with with your, with your best friend, you know? Um, yeah. And, um, he also talked about, um, you know, 2000 years ago, right. There was all this doubt and this fear. And you look at even this last year, Lorena, a year and couple of months with just this interesting doubt and fear, even amongst, um, our, our whole world when it comes to this, you know, this COVID thing, right? Right. Um, the trial, right? The tragedies. Um, and and what we want to we need to remember is that Jesus showed up literally two thousand years ago. I mean, he showed up for those people. And I want you to know we need to be confident that he's gonna show up today as well. Yeah. 
He's, he is here for us. Um, we worship a God that's bigger than all of the anxiety that we could ever have. And he can bring the darkness that we're feeling and, you know, and bring that into light for us. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. If all of us see each other's God's given humanity, right. I mean, we, we just need to really truly see God's given humanity for, for hope um, and for dreams. And, you know, even with struggles, you know, to turn them into joy and to not to judge people um, and really, truly to just really rely on him as, as our rock. Cause he, he, he is here for us. He is showing up for us and we've just got to really just put it at his feet, knowing that he can, he can handle this. He can take care of this for us. Yep. So that was, that was kind of our message, you know, and it's, yeah, it's so interesting because Pastor Terrence, he mentioned a little bit about the story of the blind guy that yes. Jesus heals. And everyone mm-hmm. around him around him is asking, who was the sinner? You know, if God is so perfect and he makes us all perfect, you know, in the image of yeah. his son... Yes. Then why was this man boy- born blind? Was right. was it him who sinned or was it his parents? Mm-hmm. And I believe what Jesus says is something like, like it doesn't matter or it was both of them or something like that. Yeah. Um, only to say that it doesn't matter who sinned or it, no one, there wasn't an issue. You know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a glitch in the system, you know. He was blind in order for God to be, or Jesus to be able to show what he was capable of doing, how he could heal right, people. Right. You know, it was exactly. part of God's yeah. message, what he wanted to teach us. Um, and with that, too, it's kind of looking at what's going on currently in Minnesota. It's like, it's not, you know, looking to see who's right or who's wrong. Right. It's, un- it's to love. It's to love. It's to mm-hmm. see, you know, you know, what happened is a tragedy. It really is. But let's love one another and lift each other up. Let's not fight each other to prove who's mm-hmm. right or who's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about solving violence with violence. Sure. It's about understanding the violence, understanding what had happened and, you know, really I think the biggest thing is understanding and seeing it as it is it is a tragedy it is very sad but also moving forward with love right moving forward with peace right because to heal and to love not to hate and right anger. right because yeah. violence doesn't solve violence right and it's, I think sometimes we also have to remember too, low that hurting people sometimes hurt other people, not intentionally, but if people are hurting, I mean, they're hurting and yes. to have compassion, you know, we need to show compassion. We need to live a life that displays and shows compassion to others. Right. And that's, you know, this, this tragedies that have happened, the killings of these men, 
it obviously directly affects their family. Mm -hmm. But we also have to think about everyone who is part of their community. Right. Every, every black person that we know mm-hmm. is hurt by this tragedy. Yes. And yeah, we need to show love to them. Right. Right. We need to show them compassion. We need to show them that we care for them. Right. Um, yeah. It's, Absolutely. Such yeah. good messages. Very good message. Absolutely. It sure is. I just, I would encourage us to always try to make room at our table for all of God's people. Yep. He made us all with purpose. Mm-hmm. He made us all to be part of this world, to love each other. You know, mm-hmm. he wants us to love your neighbor and he wants us to care for your neighbor so you know nothing else matters right right and maybe in part of that you know in trying to be there and be compassionate with other people you know it it may be that you know you there's a purpose there for you to be to invite them to be a part of your table because maybe they don't have as strong of a of a relationship with with their god you know yeah um, our pastor had mentioned, you know, how easy it is for all of us to post on like social medias, you know, who we are. Yeah. Right. It's always who we are. It's about who we are and what we do. And then and he said, and I, I, I encourage us to all think about showing the world whose we are. Yep. Not who we are, but whose we are. And it, and it made me think, you know, how much do I share with, with the people in a social media world, those social media people, whose I am, you know, and I'm, I'm a child of God. Yeah. You know, um, and, I, and I really left there thinking, I could be doing more of that. You know, because what is he asking us to do is to spread his word. Yeah, he wants and us to love. share the word. And by sharing the word, exactly. we promote that love. Right. And that's the other thing I wanted to say as Pastor Terrence is sharing about the story of Jesus and the, bl- the blind man. There's so many lessons in the Bible. So really, I can encourage everyone listening to go download the Bible app or buy a physical Bible and read mm-hmm. all these stories and parables and, and poems and writings that are in the Bible. There, there's so much to learn from the yeah. Bible. There's history parts of it. And then there's um, biblical parts of it where it's more, you know, teachings, but it's also good. It's also meaningful. Yeah. Um, and what you were saying about social media I've actually become more open about my religion and my, my relationship with God through my social media. I had never done that before. And this past year, I've just been so open about it. And everyone, I mean, I've had people come to me and ask questions like, like we never knew you were a Christian. Um, And I guess in some sense I was baptized Catholic, but you know, no, that's a Christian. That's the same. Right. So, yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's it's all just so it's it's so worth it. Yeah. To share it all. And even though maybe you don't know the impact that you're making because you're just sharing on social media. But it's so worth it to know that at least a handful of people actually cared and listened in and took something from it. Absolutely. And you might be the reason they buy that Bible or you might be the reason that they join the church. Yeah. Because um, for me, I mean, that probably most likely was you, Deb. You know, oh, bless your heart. You you shared so much about your beliefs and Christianity with me, even though you knew I maybe wasn't very interested in it. Yeah. Um, well, you know what it is, Lo? It's it's letting people know who you are. Yeah. And I believe when you can show other people who you are, there's there's a sense of I'm going to just say for me, I guess I say it's a sense of peace mm-hmm. and it's a sense of um maybe comfort just knowing you know that we have this relationship with the lord and that we can rely on him and when we have the anxiety and the things like that that are happening to us uh, other people that don't have that go might look at you and go wow there's something about her or you know and and so they they do they they the ears perk up a little bit maybe or whatever and it's simply you know it's simply just it's just simply sharing from your heart with people, well, you know, that, you, you know, you say that about. and sorry for interrupting, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. but you say that. And it's so interesting to me that the people that I have now decided to surround myself with, I'm always so amazed by the amount of people that want to be around them. Yeah. You know, I, I, you have so many people that just love spending time with you you know, I hear of all your calls that you do. And there's, there's always so many women that you're surrounded by. And they, it's because they want to be surrounded by someone like you, someone that shares the word of God, even though maybe they're not themselves reading it, but they see it embodied in you. And then there's Libby, you you know, Libby is such a loved human by so many people and she carries herself as a child of God. I so admire her. She has such, um, what do you say? Um, so much trust and so much love for Jesus. And you see that in how she, she carries herself, how she is. Absolutely. Um, and then there's my friend Elizabeth. Like I've never seen anyone so loved by so many people. Um, she, yeah. Everyone wants something to do with her. Everyone does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, me included, I, I talk to her almost every day now. And it's just, I want to spend more time with these people. And even, I mean, RJ, your son, my husband, the moment I met him, I needed to spend more time with him. Because I mean, even though he wasn't going to church in college, he had that growing up. He had you growing up. Right. Um. And this is all getting so emotional right now, but it's just so true. You know, the way we carry ourselves as child of God can really make an impact, even if you don't even know it. Absolutely. And sometimes you don't realize what an impact you are having on people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm very, very, very grateful. I'm very grateful for 
you know, Libby, I mean, bless her heart, she'll probably be listening to this, and we don't mean to talk about. Oh, you, she Libby she listens because she listened to the yeah I know she, she does, listened to the last heart, one but, about the buying yeah. the house, and she texted me. She's like, I meant to tell you that they were coming with the furniture. <laughs> I'm like, no worry, it was a good but surprise. No. I know, I and I think. Um, you know, but I mean, like, and I think we've shared in these podcasts before, I, Mark and I prayed heavily for, for, you know, RJ to find someone who would be strong in their faith as well. And I, I truly, I believe a big part of that for you was Liberty, Libby, you know, you guys started, you're doing your Bible study together. And I just, I'm so grateful, you know, that you guys had that friendship and, and of course, still do. And it brings tears to my eyes. So just a blessing. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lib. Um, so <laughs> I just, yeah, very special. Very, very special. You, I admire. Yeah. Her, yeah. Oh, my her gosh. Faith. Her and I did so many Bible studies together. And she yeah. taught me so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And, you know, I, I guess I, I, I don't even know when I started reading the Bible or I got, um, into this whole church stuff i mean it was it must have been this time last year um and she was the one who introduced me to all the people at freedom church and now i have so many friends through the church she did did that huh yeah she did she took me to one of the wednesday group meetings um and i kid you not that first day that i went to that wednesday meeting I was, I, I mean, it was, it was different. It was so different than what I knew church. Sure as. it was. Yeah. But it ended up being one of those groups, you know, sometimes you go to something because a friend invites you and, and that's all you know of it. You know, you go yeah. once and that's yeah. all you need to do because a friend invited you and you wanted to right. show up for them. But even when Libby doesn't show up on Wednesdays, I'm there because it was, from day one for me it was so much her community as it was mine they were so welcoming to me um and that's also a lot of what pastor terrence does with the church it's all about groups it's all about inviting people to have like a closer knit relationship with everyone sure and we actually sat yesterday um we had a meeting yesterday about groups because i host a group um with my friend elizabeth and then i am part of other groups and there are so many cool groups within the church. Um, there's a group that's going to start here pretty soon during the summer. That's about adventuring outdoors. Oh, fun. Uh, and you might know of this because it's Mrs. Thills. She's actually does this at the school that RG and Barrett went to. Okay. So she does like outdoor camping trips I think it's 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 what it is or like hiking trips yeah um and she's had demand of parents and adults that want to go to these trips and she's like I'm sorry I can't take you this is for the 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 kids from the school like I can't take any adults with so she decided that within the church she's gonna start doing these outings oh that's so cool and I am so excited for it I bet you are. That's really neat. I love that she's doing that. That's great. Yeah, she's going to take everyone kayaking in the Mississippi River. It's It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. So Fun excursions, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So are you doing any Bible study currently? Am I right now? Yep. 
I'm actually doing two different Bible studies right now. I'm doing, um, I'm doing one Bible study here um, with a a group of Mary Kay directors. Um, I'm actually doing two different groups of directors um, Bible studies. So one is um, a fabulous study that we've talked about, you know, many times here before here in the last few weeks, um, discerning the voice of God by Priscilla Shire. We're just wrapping that this week. That's been really, really good. And then there's a book called if Satan can't steal your dreams, he can't control your destiny. And you guys, it's just a little book. It's called, I mean, I call it a baby book. It's got like a hundred and 20 pages in it, but it's, it's a little book. It's not a big book. Um, but it's by a gentleman by the name of Jerry Savell, and he has he has quite a few of them themed along this line um, about if Satan can't do something, and that has been really, 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 really powerful. So, those are what I have my paws in right now. I've decided that I wanted to bring uh, the if Satan can't steal your dreams book Bible study actually to the consultants that I work with, the women in my organization that I work with in Mary Kay. And so I've opened that up for all of us to start doing that study together. So I'm actually going to start that Lorena with um, a bunch of gals a week from Saturday on May 1st. We're going to start doing it just Saturday mornings at 730 in the morning for about 45 minutes. So I'm looking forward to that. We we, we learned so much studying the word together too. So it's it's pretty special. I feel very called to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I just started one too. What's yours called? Um, uh, let me search the name. I'm not 100% what it's called, but it's about the word. What is it called, Lo? Lorena? Did you mute at all? I don't hear you. Oh, do you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you now. Oh, Perfect. that was so... Oh. So what is it called? What is it called, Lorena? It's called what the woman saw so i hope i opened the right right now media okay and it kind of i think it turned my, my it messed it up yep. okay yeah but yeah it's it's called what the woman saw okay um and it's all about the woman in the bible and it starts off with mary um and it's it the first chapter alone was so good that it stuck with me all day I I ended up talking a little bit about it on my Instagram because it was it was just so good. Um, really? Yeah, that just that first first teaching and and just so everyone it, the people in it are pretty recognizable. Sadie Robertson is one of them. I see it. I just pulled it up. So, so do women matter to the kingdom of God? Yeah. Yeah. So Sadie Roberts Robertson. Allen, what's her name? Jan- Janie Allen. Yeah, she's Jeannie Allen. Jeannie, Jeannie Allen. Allen. Yep. And then yep. there's two others. Um, but it's cool. It was so. I have to look at that. Yeah, that's really cool. I'd love to. I'd like to dig into that a little bit too. Um, I'm always looking for a good study to do with women. Yeah, I just, I just really like the idea of it being woman centered. I mean, yes. obviously it's God centered, but it's woman centered. Yes. Um. And, you know, yeah, so that first bit of it talked about Mary and how she just courageously took on that calling of being Jesus' mom. Okay. 
Um, and they talk a little bit about during the times that this happened, she was getting pregnant without being married, which meant she could have easily gotten killed. Yeah. But she courageously took on this calling, knowing that she could trust in God. You know, yeah. God is not setting her up for failure. He's, yeah. not set, he's not setting her up for destruction and death. He had a bigger and better plan for her, which was to be Jesus's mom. And right. then it goes on to talk about the Cana wedding. I don't know if that's how you say it in English. Kane. Kane. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. Yeah. So in Spanish is Las Bodas de Cana. So <laughs> you got that down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they talk a little bit about that and how she she just knew to ask Jesus for help when they ran out of wine. Okay. Jesus had never performed any miracles. And Mary, somehow she understood what Jesus was meant to do. And if someone was going to be able to fix the problem they were facing, and you know, wine isn't a big issue. You know, we can have a party yeah. without wine. Yeah. But she knew that the family who was hosting would really want this wine there. Sure. And so she was a woman. She wasn't selfish. She was she was what they called other centered. She wanted to make sure that the family hosting this wedding didn't feel anxious because they ran out of wine. Okay. And so she asks Jesus without even knowing that Jesus could do miracles, or maybe she did, maybe she did in her heart, huh. but she asks Jesus and Jesus tells her my time has not come. Oh, interesting. But then cool. even though he says that she goes on to tell the servants, just do what he says because he will do something. He will figure this one out. There won't be anything that these hosts will have to stress about. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. It, it just literally took my brain capacity all day. I could not stop thinking about it. Wow. Because his first miracle was basically asked upon him. And we didn't even know he could do miracles. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is, it's wild. I don't know. I, I was just mind blown. I am still like, I'm saying so, this out loud and I'm mind blown. Yeah. So where did you learn about the, what the women saw Bible study with right now media? I just searched it. You yeah. did. I, I have to tell you that she's done others in there, you know, that are also Spanish, you know, Spanish speaking. Yeah, ones I too. saw those. Yeah. So I think she has. The and there's this thing called the if gathering from 2020. Yeah, that's her that, whole. Uh, wow. Yeah. Like Jenny Allen, Jada Edwards, Amy Bray, Sadie Robertson Huff, um, Beth Moore. I mean, there's a lot of incredible women. Well, there's also a couple guys in here too that were part of this thing. Wow, this there's some really really yeah, cool. Yeah, she stuff has in some here. really cool stuff. She has amazing, Neat. amazing, amazing Bible studies. Um, cool. Yeah. Very fun. I love so, it. Yeah. This has been a good discussion, girl. I think Bring so, it. too. This was so good. It came so natural. Yeah. Such a good yeah. conversation. Yes. Um, do you have any other yes. plans for tonight? Um, you know what? I'd love, I'd love for us to just wrap up in prayer. Yeah, let's do that. 
Okay, let's do that, Lorena. Okay. Um, so I just, I want to thank you, Lord, for just bringing us all together tonight, today. Um, I thank you for, um, for the incredible women in my life, as Lorena included, um, just the women that are just incredible mentors and um, true incredible leaders when it comes to sharing God's word. I, I ask you, Lord, to covet um, and really just protect a family that we're, uh, we know Sunday who is, has left and gone home to be with you. We ask you, Lord, to please, please just give the, all of her family and friends um, comfort in knowing that she is home with you and that we are going to so much miss her. But Lord, we ask you to just, just really please come to us here um, and calm that fear, calm that anxiety um, allow us to just really be open to rely on you. We ask you, Lord, also to just please keep our, our country and keep our community and keep our entire world um, safe. Um, and just we ask for you, Lord, to just really help everybody heal, right? And that uh, that some great decisions here, some good decisions are made, Um in the next hopefully few days as well. We ask you, Lord, to please handle this for us. Go ahead, Lo, if you want to add anything. I think that was perfect. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Well, I love it. Yeah, I just would, I really felt like we should wrap up in prayer. I think that's, that's always good. Yeah, so thank you so much for sharing. And it, it was a delight. And um, thanks for joining us, yeah. everybody. We, we just love having you join and us. So. We'll see you guys on friday friday sounds good all right sounds great all right hon have a blessed blessed a blessed week you too all right bye-bye